Sunday morning services here at Slash U. Uh, Happy right. Sunday, you. We are recording this as you listen. We're recording this yesterday. Um, welcome hey, to Slash U. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, people you are going to hear this on Monday. You're hearing into the past. You're listening to the past. It's yeah. How's the future? Did the Bucks win? <laughs> Uh, all those, all those people listening will will know the answers. Yes, uh, they will they know hear. things before we do right now. But right. that's what makes recording podcasts so interesting. It's so that was the most boring opening I think we've ever had in the openings of Slash U. I hate to say Welcome that. Welcome to Slash U. We are Slash U. My name is Nick. I'm Andy. And we uh, talk about old, campy slasher movies, usually made between the years 1977 1988. We uh, do uh, do uh, allow our students to uh, uh, earn extra credit and uh, join AP classes, advanced placement classes. <laughs> and uh, that's what we did yeah. this week. But before we get into the movie, oh my God. how about these memes with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard? Uh, that's true. I, I hate that's that some I, funny stuff. I hate that I care. I honestly yeah. do. I mean, there's yeah. so much other relevant, important, poignant shit going on in the world. Well, yeah. But I can't get away from her taking a shit in the bed. Like, yeah. like it was like an act of defiance. I'm going to Was it? Yeah, I think so. I think she like maybe did some cocaine that was laced with laxative and just couldn't hold it in. Did she do cocaine? I don't know. Oh. Purely speculative. I have no idea. But the rest of her life, she's going to be known as the girl that shits in bed. Uh, who, who's reading for the part next? Oh, um, uh, uh, Amber Turd. Yeah. She's coming in to read for this part. That's the one I sent you. Yeah. You've heard of Elf on a Shelf. <laughs> now introducing, and she's her, sitting, sitting on a, a giant poop. Heard on, on a turd. But, oh, I mean, that's God. what she'll always be known as. I mean, it's yeah. like, I, I want to, oh, I want to get back on the market. I want to go start dating again. You know, like, it's she's going to be like, a bit. Right. Yeah, I mean, Johnny Depp was no fucking saint. I mean, he's, you know, coked up on whiskey. He's the plaintiff here, right? Yes. He's suing her for defamation. Oh, yeah, because he says he can And get defecation. <laughs> hey, defamation but and like, defecation. That's good. You know, so, I mean, all she had to do was not, you know, cause him to sue her. You know, this she kind of brought this on, right? I mean... Yeah, she, he's saying that his like career is tarnished because yeah. of what she did. I just yeah. say bullshit. Pirates of the Caribbean four did that probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I also think Tim Burton is such a Johnny Depp fan that like he's like Tim Burton. I mean, yeah. Shit, Johnny Depp could you know essentially piss on the Constitution and Tim Burton would still be still like... Still cast him. Yeah, hey, we're doing uh, fucking Edward Scissor's hands too. You yep. know, we'll need you. You're probably right. Uh, but so that's anyway, I, I just had to bring that up because I just still can't get over like... I would be so... Mo uh, oh my God. Because I mean, I know everyone poops. That's, everyone. that's fine. Yep. Everybody poops. Everybody. But I just would hate to be known as like the dude that shit the bed. Like, you know... I don't know. Maybe it's funny. I, I don't know. I, There's I don't probably some guys out there who would want to date her more. That after is fucking that. weird and gnarly. <laughs> and now I want to cancel this podcast. Thank you for joining us yeah. here at Slash You. I love how this trial is live streamed or whatever. You can get. Oh my God, Nick, with your mic, you can get. <laughs> I'll just bring you down while you while you screw that back on. If you need to unplug the cord. To <laughs> Hey, I'm still here. I love how yeah. the this this trial is live streamed, yes. so we get footage of it and we can see it uh, at any point. But the Ghislaine Maxwell thing was barely covered. You know Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein's uh, girlfriend, well, who that's... we probably had uh, access to all kinds of names of high profile people who've um, 
molested children and you know young girls uh but that was you know barely any word of that in in today's uh, the media definitely doesn't give a shit we're more into you're not on yeah you need to finish screwing the mic back in sorry and then i know it's gonna be tricky um it's don't, probably gonna happen again. I, I said I know it's gonna be tricky. Don't touch it for the remainder of the podcast. Well, I mean, I have to move with it, Andy. <laughs> I, I hate that we have these fights on air so people can hear our disagreements. We'll get you a lavalier mic and just clip it to your shirt. But I mean, just so I can move. I know. So because I, I, it's hard for me to sit still. Well, I was able to make my point about the Johnny Depp trial. No, yeah, you're right. I mean, we live stream one, and then there's one that's barely in the news at all. That yeah. probably has larger implications. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, we're more worried my... about we're more worried about cocaine, whiskey, yeah. and, and shitting, shitting in the bed than a, a child sex trafficking ring yeah. that probably goes up into the higher echelons of our political. No shit. Anyway. Welcome off my to soapbox. Welcome to conspiracy. Welcome you. to conspiracy. I would take the tinfoil hat off now. <laughs> we are uh, uh, so stoked. Hey, can I? This is a stupid question. We did Saturday Night Deadly Night two, but technically did. this is like our first sequel. I mean, not our first sequel, but like watching in a row. Like yeah. this is the first time we've watched because we're going to watch three in a row. Right. Because if you remember last week, we did this uh, little movie called Hatchet. 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 From two thousand six. Two thousand. Yeah, you got it. And uh, this week we did Hatchet 2. Hatchet 2. Adam Green's Hatchet 2. He, like M. Night Shyamalan, he right. put his name above it. Yeah. Or like uh, Tyler Perry. Tyler's Berry, uh, Medallia, Medallia Boo. <laughs> a great Halloween special. A little better than Hubie Halloween. I just want to point that yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Hatchet 2 was 2010, one hour and 29 minutes. Very yep. short, very quick movie. Um, Andy, of course, is going to dive into the Cliff Kill Notes, but uh, do kind of want to bring up a, a couple things about Hatchet 2. Um, it is uh, has stars galore in it. Um, and I know it's not our first sequel, but this is an AP class again, advanced placement. We're kind of going outside of our realm to give props to slash movies that give nods to the love notes. Yeah. A love note, if you will, to the slasher movie of the eighties. Cause Adam green was very much into, to making sure that it stayed uh, relevant. No CIG, no, nothing like, um, no special. I mean, the special effects were real. They're all practical They're effects. They're all like yeah. made, uh, no computer so, generated. And there's some good. There's some there's good. Some good ones. Um, this I, is a really simple plot. Oh man, my notes are just two pages. Really, a page and a half. Because the other page, the other half of the one page is just the list of characters and the list of kills. Uh, this was really easy to follow, and like it was interesting. We pointed out last week too, but the way these three, the Hatchet three, you know, all three movies are, are structured is yep. one continuous story plot line. They move, they flow right into each other. The end I love of that. the end of the first Hatchet movie just cuts off, and the beginning of Hatchet two starts right up, and then the end of Hatchet two we'll get to cuts off. And makes me want to put in Hatchet 3 and watch it right it now. It does. I, I was wondering, though, that like, if, if it was in the movie theater, would you forget? Like, I mean, how yeah. would you re? You wait, like, three years for a movie to come out? I'm glad that we're able to watch it now because we are able to binge it, watch, binge it yeah. and watch it consecutively. <laughs> because it really does. This, this three-part series takes place over a couple days. Right. I mean, exactly. it, it's, it's very interesting. Um it is. I think gorgeous. it's cool. It's cool the way he did that, though. Oh, I think it's great. I think it, he generates hype. Adam Green has a vision. I, yeah. I don't think it's appreciated as much as it should be. Diehard horror slasher fans, of course. Yeah. But I mean, it didn't take off like some of those um, campier 
slasher movies from back in the day. It should have. Like, I believe Hatchet 1 didn't really gross that much. It no. cost quite a bit to make, but... And this one was pulled from theaters. Yes! Pretty quickly. Yeah, th- there's some intense scenes that, uh, and kills that... Which, which could totally get by today. I don't understand. Like, back then, it was too much. I just... Well, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Ten, it was 10 years ago. Yeah. But today, I, I feel like this would be something I could see in the theater. I don't oh, understand yeah. why it would be like, oh, no, get that out of the theater. That's too much. Are we getting more, though, conservative and, and, and more moral ambiguity with our with what we see on TV? Because let's, I mean, for instance, let, let's look at the, the newest Scream. Yeah. That was okay movie. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, there weren't really any, like, graphic. I mean, there was nothing no. where I was like, whoa. Dude. It's like, true. This is Fangoria masturbation right here. This is, like, <laughs> slasher horror nerds that love Fangoria and love, like, listening to fucking Nine Inch Nails. This is what they diddle to. This is what they fat their meat to. This is, like, this is some great kills. This movie is like, Andy, this movie is like if someone directed Hatchet but then wanted to make an even gorier sequel, mm-hmm. this would be that movie. Oh, so it's exactly what Adam <laughs> Green set out to do. I want to... Sorry. I want to continue... I don't want to I want to continue the story of my first movie and make it and push the envelope even further. Oh, no, but now I think, now more than ever, what we need is a little bit of, of, of... Please. Andy's, Andy's, Andy's clip kill! No, yo, 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 <laughs> Brought to you by... Music. If you're down and need something to cheer you up, or if you want to get the party going, always turn to music. And now, now, now. Andy's, 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 Cliff Kill Notes. Take it, Andy. All right. <laughs> Thanks, music. Uh, they kicked us 20 bucks. Music. So, the Cliff Kill Notes, a brief summary of the movie, just so you can follow along in case you didn't watch it. But please, go watch it. It's on Tubi. Tubi. Uh, all of these are on Tubi. Um, well, anyway, Hatchet 2. We pick up right where we left off. Yes! Nick. Mary Beth is in Victor Crowley's clutches. He's bellowing in her face, and she's screaming back in his face. But she gets away. She does. And we're going to cover all this in detail. She manages to get all the way back to town. Where she tracks down good old Reverend Zombie uh, and tells her what happened in the swamp. Everybody's dead. When he learns who exactly she is, Reverend Zombie hatches a plan to purge the swamp of Victor Crowley's curse once and for all, which would open up his boat tour business to be able to make more money for big money. So Reverend Zombie recruits a gang of lowlifes and hunters to go back to the swamp for a Victor Crowley hunt. Nice and use. That's the proud the premise of this movie. Very good. Also great you great usage of the word purge. I purge like the swamp. Yeah. I like I like that. Um I I think our listeners if I just can picture them right now. Mm-hmm. They I think could pleasure themselves to that <laughs> cliff kill note. <laughs> I mean, because you got you got the voice number one. You got a sec, you got a sexier, way sexier voice than I do. No, but yes, you do. And and I could just see themselves going, oh yeah, purge, and then like then you know maybe squirting one out right then, right when you said purge, perfect. Uh, the job is over. Um, great <laughs> opening, great cliff kill notes because that is exactly what happens. It's a very um, simple plot. It is a very You're just it's, going back to the swamp. Yeah, back to the swamp. Um, low lives uh, that are hunters, fishermen. They're grabbing the whole gang because there is something. Um, Devilish behind Reverend Zombie's uh, motive plans. Yes. Oh yeah. If anybody remembers uh, our first episode or the first Hatchet, Reverend Zombie, uh, Candyman, Tony, um, Tony Todd, uh, t- Tony right. Tyler, Tyler, 
Tony Todd. <laughs> We're terrible at I know. stars. Uh, what, Amber Heard? Um, yeah. No, it's Tony Todd. Tony Todd, you're right. Yeah. He was uh, Reverend Zombie in the first movie, but not in it very long. No, yeah. I mean, but he, it's, it's again, yeah. it's really cool how he connected the story. Like, I, right. I know he wrote all three, Adam Green did, but he did not direct the third, gave it to a buddy. He, he's a, from what I bet he's a really cool guy. I'd love to get him on the show. Mm-hmm. He wants to boost people's careers. So oh. we let a first unit director take over really? Hatchet 3. Yeah, I, didn't I, know I, that. I really thought that Bringing was cool. Bringing people up. Yep. Yeah. That's kind of his thing. And he's always very adamant about uh, Adam and. Adam. Adam. Oh, I guess. Wow. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, man. Uh, he's very uh, uh. adamant about. Uh, yes, you know, imploring people to yeah. continue their career. So I thought, that and was that's right. what people who are successful should do, kids. You know, just bring up those who are less successful. Encourage them. I know. Bring yes. them up. Help them out. I'm uh, use your fame and fortune to to do good for those who aren't as doing as well. Yeah, the more you know. Anyway, I am, and I know I can speak for Andy when I say this. I'm a big fan of Adam Green. Yeah, I'm becoming more of a fan of his just when I read about some of his stories, and I yeah. love how he puts them in there. So uh, I, wanna, or, I confess, I bought all of the Hatchet movies on Blu-ray. Yes, we were going to be bringing, one, two, three, and Victor Crowley, the fourth one. I think we should go ahead and just do the fourth one too. Yeah, why not? Hey, we got to conclude the story. So, um, so uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm in. All I want to know I'm, what happens. I, oh, I'm interested in these characters. I'm interested in the story. I can't wait to watch it again. I'm so yeah. excited. So, as Andy said. The opening shot, night, exterior, swamp. Uh, we pick off right where we left off. Yeah. I mean, the, the struggle is real, Andy. Um, and it's a new Mary Beth. Right. They recast her. And she is the worst. Did I'm we sorry. find out why? Um, I, no, I tried to yeah. I tried to internet The actress it. from the first hatchet just didn't want to do it again? or Yeah, I, I have no idea. Yeah. If I anyone mean, knows, let us know. Yeah, this is Danielle Harris, who now plays Mary Beth. Uh, right. She's kind of known for, I think, some of the Halloween trilogies. Okay. That, Back, you know, when they were really trying to make crappy ones. And she's kind of not as good. No, as the no, first she's movie, a horrible actress. Opinion. And she's got this weird eyebrow. One goes up and one goes. So she's always like that emoji that's going. Huh? Huh? Like she's always like she would like listen to you and go like like she always she has like the resting bitch face. Oh, OK. And I don't mean like a resting mean person face. I sure. Say. I don't sure. want to say that's resting bitch face is a thing. OK, There's... but. Uh, you know, you I know. Just, but it was like one uh, eyebrow's like, huh? And the other one's like, huh? Oh. So, yeah. It's like that emoji that's always thinking. Anyway, she's a new Mary Beth, but uh, the struggle is weird. Uh, the struggle is real in the swamp. She does get away. She gets Victor Crowley in the eye right. and is able to kind of cause him pain. Yep. And uh, she is saved. She is picked up in a boat by none other than our friend from the first movie, Jack Cracker. Jack Cracker, the crazy guy. So in the first movie, Jack Cracker was very briefly warning them, don't yeah, don't, don't go, go in, the, in the boat, don't go, don't go. And if you'll recall, Sean, the boat tour guide, said, like, that's just Jack Cracker. He's a crazy gator hunter, drinks his own piss. Which is true. <laughs> yes. Jack Cracker does, in fact, drink his own piss. Yes, he does. Uh, so he's here to rescue Mary Beth. Pulls her out of the water and uh, gets her back to his cabin. For a warm glass of piss. Right. He hands her a jug. <laughs> A Which, if you watch the first movie, you know this is piss. They don't identify it as piss in this movie. But he says, here, drink this. It's warm. I know, but it's also not yellow. In the first movie, it's yellow. Oh, yeah. This is, like, white. Like, it looks like almost like maybe a really clear tea. He's yeah. been drinking water all day, and yeah. so his pee's super clear. That's all. <laughs> He's very hydrated. Hey, Doesn't change the fact that it's that's... urine. Wait. Yeah. That's a great question. So if I continue just to keep drinking my pee every day, uh-uh. wouldn't it just keep getting yellower and yellower? I don't know how that I... works, but... 
If you if like, if we it. do have a urologist listening to us over in the slash you audience, anyway, she is saying we'll do she, a sub episode of <laughs> consequences of drinking pee. Um, Again, we're going back to that uh, story of MythBusters slash yeah, Busters. Like, slash Busters. <laughs> let's do the let's do the piss story. I'll, yeah. I'll drink it. But that's how that scene plays out. She can she's talking to him and she's bringing it closer and closer to her mouth. And you're like, is she gonna drink it? Is yeah. she gonna drink it? No, she's not. Every time <laughs> she brings it, it up, she she stops and says something else. And yeah, you'd think she'd be like, this smells like piss, but she doesn't. But no, she does but, not drink it. But this is what uh, we really start to get the backstory. It starts to take yes. more shape, like uh, Andy said. So that's pretty rad. Um, and when the, when piss drinks, just to get to the point, when piss drinker Jack finds out who she is, he wants her the fuck out because he finds out who her dad is. Right. Sean Cranston. Samson. Samson. Samson Dunstan. Samson Nice Dun try, Sean I Cranston. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> <laughs> Way off. We're not professionals, cinephiles here. Flash you. Oh, uh, shit. We're going to spoil the whole movie. Um, there goes that podcast says, award that we're going to get. Mary Beth Dunstan. Yep. And that's when Jack Cracker's like, You're Samson Dunstan's kid? Get the fuck out. He even pulls a gun on her. Yeah. Like, he's like, I, I keep to myself in this swamp and I'm safe. The ghost leaves me the be. The ghost leaves me be. This get is where we learned Victor Crowley is, in fact, a ghost, too, I think. I don't think it was exactly clear. Was it in the first movie that he's a ghost? But she hurts him. I still yeah. don't know. Right. I mean, even she, after the second, even after watching this whole movie, is he a ghost or not? No, I mean, because yeah. we can bring up points within the movie. I mean, ghosts, do ghosts feel pain? He was eating those animals, apparently, in the first movie. There was dead animals in his shed. Then oh, yeah. one guy, Ben, was like, he must be eating these, you know? Yeah. And, and so very similar to Michael Myers eating Dogs. Stray dogs, yeah. So he had to think for German shepherds. Yeah, well, he liked they're kraut. good uh, protein. You know, yeah, yeah very muscular dogs. Oh, I hate talking about that. He should, he should, eat, he should eat kids. <laughs> <laughs> he should eat fetuses. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> we're going to hell. We really uh, there, there's no hell, but we're going so. We're going, we're, we're going to live in a life of Hubie. We're going to have to. Where you have to watch Hubie Halloween twenty four seven. So, um. Jack Cracker kicks her out. Says, yeah, go, you want answers? Yeah, go to Reverend go Zombie. Go find Reverend Zombie, and guess what? Uh, yeah. You know, she, she does. She takes off, obviously leaves the house, and this is when we see Cracker Jack saying, hey, let's go through today's hall. Obviously, he scours the swamps for treasures and gators and, you know, whatever. So Maybe he, some of the stuff that uh, the victims of Victor Crowley yeah. leave behind. And that's what he pulls out, Doug Shapiro's. Camera. camera. How's this thing still work? Yeah, it's been in the water and the battery. I mean, the they rain. do show the batteries dead, yeah. but I mean, and it's already queued up. Like yeah. he hits play, and and it's uh, just a, a a young girl from Bio Beavers who's drunk and yep. showing her boobs and goes, "I hope my dad sees this." Yep. You know, obviously there's you know daddy issues probably a little Which, thing. If you if you watch the first movie, you know Doug Shapiro was a scumbag. Yes, trying to get just videotaping women he with was flashing a their boobs. Marketing manager for like a, a financial institution, <laughs> yeah. but trying to make his own version of Girls Gone Wild. Bayou Beaver. Bayou Beavers. But then it's like he, he then he gets a fully nude girl in the bed, and you could tell she's young because she's like she has hey. braces. Yeah. No, this is the one where she's fully naked. Yeah, and she had braces. Oh God, I thought it was the other one. Ugh. She also had braces. Yeah, but she's like, hey, I recognize you. You're yeah, my history they, teacher. You're my, you were my history teacher but in fifth grade. I didn't think, I thought he was just a, I don't know. Uh, so that's kind of weird, but she's fully nude, which is, you know, kind he, of like, whoa. He's this. like, no, no, I'm Doug Shapiro. Yeah, I'm Doug, yeah, that's not it. So then he's like walking past a young, young girl who claims that she's 14. He's like, come on, just lift up your shirt. Let me see what's going on under there. And that girl's like, 
dude, dude I'm, four- I'm 14 and Jack Cracker's like, oh, that ain't right. Yeah, and, and so fast forwards the fast tape. Fast forward it. And, then and we uh, have uh, Misty and Jenna. Misty and Jenna from Hatchet One. They're back. They're back and they're wrapped in towels and Doug's trying to talk them into, all Kissing, right, and she's start, like, start washing and, each other. And as you know, Jenna and uh, Misty did not get along. They weren't friends. At all. And so they, uh, they have to... Jenna wants to prove how dumb Misty is, and so she says, hey, tell me what a hermaphrodite is. Misty called her a hermaphrodite. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, okay, big word me. for you. Yeah. What is that? Jenna's kind of funny, I thought. But, yeah, uh, and on the count of, like, we'll say it together on the count of three, and Jenna proceeds to say what it is while Misty man, just sort of... Uh, a person, person that, has that has a penis, a penis and, and a, a vagina. vagina. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's how I it plays out. Uh, um, Misty is stupid. Yes, uh, not fun. But so then, as he's as 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 a uh, piss drinker, Jack Cracker is watching what's on the videotape. He, he we we think he hears hears Victor. Yeah, he, I mean literally, like here's Johnny. He, he hears, hears yeah. He hears a noise. Here's Victor, and he's like, uh, I ain't caused no trouble. Yeah, I didn't know who she was. I didn't know who she was. I promise. Yeah, and it's just a great kill here. It's uh, it's um. It's it's uh, he's he just turns, turns and Victor's there. Yeah, I was about to say he's just he, he's so strong. He punches right into it's right into his stomach. I mean, I don't think I could. I want to try it. Like I want to myth bust this. Yeah. Somehow try to make a dummy that's got like real and, human texture. Yeah. I mean, would you need like sh- fucking talons for fingernails to get in there? Like Victor punches into Jack Cracker's guts <laughs> and grabs his intestines <laughs> and pulls him out. Yeah, and, and Jack Cracker tries to run. Turns so, and runs. As he runs. It's just. The large, the large intestine obviously is large, so it's like it's like five miles long. It's a big, yeah. We have a lot of intestines in our guts, yeah, <laughs> small and large. All of it, it's very long. He pulls them back like a fucking fish on a line, yeah, and just to, with his own intestines, yeah, strangles his ass around his neck. Not only strangles him, he pulls it tight enough to pop Jack Cracker's head off. Yeah, because that's when the blood sprays the and wall. Blood sprays the wall. And um, we go to the opening credits of the movie. I love this cold opening. This is great. The cold opening. Um, it's it's like, uh, and I wanted to ask this: is is this a Halloween movie? I don't know. I Maybe. mean, because it takes place around Mardi Gras, doesn't it? I know, but it's springtime. You're right, but it but he died, and they showed a pumpkin like he died on Halloween. Oh no, well, I guess. Yeah, you're right. And they also and this cold open, and they show a, a jack o' lantern. So did this come out at Halloween? Was it released? I don't know. No, I don't know. But you're right. Inconsistency. I, think, <laughs> I, I, I like you're calling the Mardi Gras. I think they they were. It's yeah. cool to do that because it's a great way to show boobs. Well, we're that's true. We're 20 minutes into this, and we're just getting the opening credits. Well, we that's also how, had some others talk about it. Yeah, we're that's how awesome this is. Yeah. So, um, it is a cool opening. What they do is they kind of as the credits are rolling and, and showing you know who made and who's in the blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. They go back to all the kills from the first movie. They show remnants of the parts kill. on the floor, like the ground. My, my yeah. dick kill shot with the uh, the face. They show her like her lying dead yeah. with her face spread open. Your yeah. dick shot kill with the arms being torn off. They just show a pair of arms laying on the ground. Pretty awesome. They show the guys uh, are uh, the guy from Grandma's Boy, <laughs> who was our main actor uh, uh, in the movie Ben. ben. Yeah, you just see his t shirt full of blood. It's a great smart cold opening. You know, it's it's you know it incorporates heavy metal. That's very important in, in this. Uh, Genre because you know obviously yeah. heavy metal and Halloween go together like peanut butter and cream cheese. So um, <laughs> and th- so then once it says written and directed by Adam Green, yeah. there he is. He's on screen acting, yep. you know, re- reprising his uh, role as the drunken college guy, puking. Yeah, yeah. and he's just leaning over, and it's great because then Mary Beth walks by him, and she makes her way to Reverend Zombie's um, house of voodoo. House of voodoo knocks on the door. Uh, Tony Todd, Reverend Zombie, opens up. 
and is like, what do you, what do you want? It's gravelly. <laughs> I am Batman. Yeah. What do you want? And she just says, I need to talk to you about something. And he's like, <laughs> right? That's really, that's really all she, I know people are like, why is Nick laughing? Because that really was a good invitation to Mary Beth. I need to talk to you <laughs> about something. I'm scared yet pissed and I'm trying to be emotional right now. She's the right. worst actress, but. Well, he tells her to come back in a month, but yeah. she's obviously like, no, no, got to talk to you now. All right, come on yeah, in. So she she does in, and she just pretty much tells him the story that Victor Crowley is alive, and they killed everyone. Cool thing in this, he uh, the TV was on in yeah, his shop. Thank you. I looked this up. Okay, thank you. So the TV is on in his shop, and there is. Uh, I was going to bring this up. It I'm looks like a press it. conference. There's a woman on yes. there talking about how she's going to sue the I think ski resort. Uh, that was a cameo. Uh, the character Parker O'Neill from Adam Green's movie Frozen is briefly on the television. Um, speaking to news cameras about her lawsuit and settlement against the Ski Mountain from that film. So this takes place in the same universe, I guess, as Frozen, Frozen. his other movie. Could, yeah, because the girl Not played... the Disney film, no. again. <laughs> we mentioned this last week. Adam Green did one called Frozen, and yeah, uh, the that's beautiful, what's going on here. beautiful actress who plays the deformed uh, young Victor Crowley is in that movie as well. Right, so it's just cool. I mean, I thought it was that is neat. cool. He turned the, the camera focused on that TV for a second. I was wondering because long enough for you to be like, "Is that significant?" Yes, and yeah, that's all it is. It's just that's a nod cool. to his other movie. That's so. good. Easter egg. Whee! Right, um, right. So uh, again, back to Mary Beth and the Reverend. Uh, we do, you know, she says, "Hey, look, uh, we had a tour guide who was an idiot. His name was Sean. He took yep. us all out. We all got in trouble. Everyone's dead. Victor Crowley killed them all. I got away. What up?" We learned that Sean actually worked for Reverend Zombie. Mm -hmm. He had been running um, the the haunted boat tour out of his separate shop so he wouldn't get in trouble. Yep. And Sean was doing it for him. Yes. And, uh, you know, that's when Reverend Zombie's like, what? The boat sank? Sean's, oh my gosh, okay. Uh, and tells Mary Beth the full story. We get more in depth. That's what I Victor love. Crowley. So the backstory is like, it's a backstory of the backstory. Does right. that make that? I know that's kind of like a. Uh, whatever, an inception kind of view of it. But <laughs> story within a story. Yeah, yeah, backstory within a backstory. We but, already know most of this story. Yes, you know, Reverend that, Zombie tells a little more. Yeah, but really. what we did know, who was Victor Crowley's birth mother? Yeah. Cheyenne. Now we know. Um, it's an interesting story, I want to say. Um, you want to recap it? <laughs> Do you have it in your notes? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So pretty, pretty much um, Victor Crowley's father. Mm-hmm. Um, who's also played by Kane Hodder, uh, had a loving wife, Cheyenne. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, she started getting uh, effect, infected. Affected. She started. She came down with stomach cancer. Yeah. Really ravages her system. Pain. Horrible way to die. They got a lady named Lena from the from the uh, Cajun neighborhood down in the bayou. Yeah. Very beautiful African American lady named Lena. A nurse, right? A nurse, hospice nurse, and uh, her and Victor Crowley's father got close. Um, a Cheyenne, little too close. A little too close, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, <laughs> while uh, maybe Cheyenne was asleep or under medication and knocked out, they would go to the kitchen and uh, perform Have sex. sex. Have sex. Yeah. Perform. Which is a little... Uh, but I know, like I just think it would be so your weird. Your wife's like, lying in a couch in the next room, dying, dying of and cancer, you're banging and I'm her banging nurse. A, yeah, that's so on the counter. Um, but get, he did cry, you know. And Reverend Zombie narrating was like, you know, his needs as a husband. Yeah, he, I mean, he was sad, but 
but you know, yeah. he, you know, life does have to life does have to move on. So eventually, right. Cheyenne, his wife, does die. Yeah, and they tend to right when they know they know that she's dead, they decide to hold hands and fucking make out in front of her dead body. I thought that was weird. I did too. Like, oh, she's dead. Well, let's kiss. But then like she, what? Cheyenne wakes back up, all deformed, looking like you know, she like looks possessed. Gr- yeah, she looks like you know that dude from the. Hobbit movie. You oh, know, Gollum. Gollum. Yeah. Like, yes, she yeah. starts talking in, in Latin too. She's like, she starts cursing Lena. Yeah. yeah and, and puts a curse on her belly because there's a bastard child growing in her. Mm-hmm. So Victor Crowley's mom is Lena. When uh, Lena does give birth, then, you know, of course Cheyenne does die, but when, she, yeah, when, Lena gives birth to this hideous baby. She takes one look at him, and legend has it that she dies right away after looking at her uh, yeah. deformed, wicked, evil baby. Reverend He's, Zombie talks about how all the animals in the swamp died died that day. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, the swamp turned to gas. And evil, like evil was born that day, is, I think is what he said. Pretty nasty. And so uh, Lena is dead. Uh, Cheyenne is dead. So it's just Thomas Crowley, Victor's father. Uh, Thomas Crowley and to raise Victor. And he kind of kept him away, not because of his deformity, but because of his shame. Right. His adulterous ways to have this. Uh... So it's a little different angle on the story we already know. You know, from there on, we, we kind of already know the story. Victor grew up uh, and, the, you know, all the kids picked on him, blah, blah, blah. And we already know that at one night, uh, a Halloween night, um, three kids came to their cabin in the middle of the woods and tried to get him out with firecrackers and end up burning down the, the cabin. Victor's dad tried to hatchet open the door and accidentally hit Victor in the face and supposedly killed him with the hatchet while he was trying to break down the door to get him out. But we learned at the same time that the three kids responsible were Samson Dunstan, Mary Beth's father, his brother, Mary Beth's uncle, and another dude named Trent. Who we all will meet. Who we all will meet in this movie. That so we is, learn who those three specific kids are, which is important. Yeah, because it is, it's, it's interesting to me that... You know, I, I, it was interesting because I, I didn't really get the story right away, but even Jody knew. She was like, like, like right when the credits were rolling, she's like, like Mary Beth's dad had something to do with this, this death this, or this Victor Crowley thing. I was like, yeah, girl, <laughs> sure enough. Sure so enough. that's like kind of, so there's a plan coming together. And so she's like, I got to get out there. I just need to save my, I, I, I saw my dad and my brother out there and thanks for the story, but I need to go get their bodies. She wants to, yeah, put them at you rest. Know, like, yeah. I, I and you know it's just it's it's simple it's an easy story i don't know why you would want to go back andy i love i slashed no, you stupid. so much yeah but if i found you and just barely and i was like oh there's andy's dead body and i barely got away from a psychotic killer i'd be like well andy's in a better place than that shit yep. i'm just not coming back for your body let me uh yeah let my remains become one with the earth yes you don't need to get me yes <laughs> i mean like if you were still alive i, I would I would. oh let's sure let's go but you know i, I can't I, really say i would do the same <laughs> 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 oh, and real quick, in this scene too, can we talk about Kane Holder's neck? Oh I yeah, mean, in the backstory, like yeah, Kane Holder's uh, Hotter, yeah, like, really, really thick neck. Ugh. Like his, it's as wide as his head. It is. So his head just comes down one column to his shoulder, <laughs> and it looks like leather. <laughs> He's I mean, put on a couple pounds since the first movie, maybe, huh? Well, I don't know, but that neck. I mean, I feel like that neck could break my skin just looking at it. So, well, Reverend Zombie tells Mary Beth that Crowley can't die. 
you know, which we kind of already learned he's trapped in the night that he was killed, uh, cursed to be reborn each night and haunt the swamp. Yeah, I mean, that's what Barry Best said. She's like, you know, Reverend's on. It was a weird line. Yeah. Victor looked at me like he knew me. And I was like, how could you tell? I mean, he's all like, how could you tell he's looking at you? Because he's got one eye closed and one eye going this way. He's all deformed and stuff. He looked at my soul. Right. Are you sure he wasn't looking at the sky? Like, I mean, I I just found that odd. (laughs) He wasn't looking at the tree branch behind you? (laughs) Um. Um, but you know, she, she tells zombie again, that a reverend zombie that I everyone's died. Yeah. Everyone's dead. It's his fault. Consider, and you know, uh, you know, consider yourself Mary Beth. God, I'm so sorry. It's, Just slow her down. Yeah. Take breath. Organize your thoughts. This is coffee. And go. Okay. <laughs> Reverend Zombie tells Mary Beth that you should feel lucky that you got out of the way. I'm such a professional. I've yeah. been doing this almost two years. I still can't figure out how to fucking run a podcast or talk on a podcast. It's fine. How many times have we done this? A lot. This is times? episode 71. Yeah. Holy shit. So anyway, um, <clears throat> but again, just going back, she wants to get back there. She wants to get the bodies. And she says you can get your old boat back because right. Sean, you know, the idiot got ruined it. And if you don't take me, I'm going to go to the fucking police. Boom. And that's when the Reverend's like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Starting to hatch a plan. Hatch a plan. I love Yay! it. Yeah. He's starting to hatch a plan. Uh, he tells Mary Beth, that's fine. Be back here in a few hours. We will put together a team. Is there someone that you can bring? Like a boyfriend, perhaps an uncle. And, and Reverend Zombie's like, you know, pushing her a little bit. Bring someone. And she's like, no, I'm not bringing, I'm not involving my uncle in this. He's like, deals off. Are you sure? Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm not going unless you, she's like, fine. So that's where I was kind of like intrigued. Like, why is it so important that she bring an uncle, a family member, an uncle? Uh, hmm. Interesting. Okay. I was intrigued. I, I so. yeah. The first time I was like, that's weird, but I didn't really dive into it. Like mentally, like I wasn't really going to try to right. really try to figure out, but she leaves, she does leave. And, um, it's, it's great because, uh, Reverend zombie yells, Justin, Come down here. Yep. And it's the same actor who played Sean from yep. Hatchet One, but he's, I guess, the twin brother. The twin brother, Justin. Justin. He has a beard and mustache. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes him different. He's a different person. He's um, like, your brother didn't bring back the boat. I'm sure he's fine. He doesn't tell him he's dead. No. Which is, you know, I guess part of his plan. Uh-huh. I need you to go get some hunters and fishermen. And get this one that's on the list because he, he's the yeah, best. He writes Trent. a name down as Trent. Yeah, he's, make sure this is one that you recruit. Yeah, this yep. one's the most important because right. he's the best shot. So and Justin's kind of the same like his brother, kind of like a bumbling idiot. Um, <laughs> you know, and so it's it's the, the, the scene, the story has taken place. Yeah. Uh, back at Mary Beth's house, uh, she cleans her dirty ass. I remember I said out loud to myself watching this, like, that must feel so good. After a night in the swamp, watching people get torn apart and swimming through gross water, uh, sh- th- just a hot dirt, shower. Yeah. A hot shower d- probably feels really good. Because they show, they made sure they show the dirt going in the water. Yeah, yeah just probably gnarly. bits of people too washing off of her. But oh. we meet. This is just a, a scene to set up Bob. We meet her uncle Bob. Yeah. Um, uh, uncle Bob, the uh, actor uh, Tom Holland. Yeah, not he, not the guy who plays Spider Man. Spider Man, which I thought. <laughs> yeah. Tom Holland. This is a different Tom Holland. He's, Tom, an, he's an older man. Older man <laughs> yeah. who uh, wrote and direct Child's Play. Awesome. So I guess he invented Chucky. Guy's been around a bit. Yeah, yeah. and Fright Night. So nice. uh, he's definitely... I, I think this is great because even the guy who plays Trent played Leatherface in the 1990 uh, movie Leatherface. I think Adam Green just gets people that he admired and adored to be in his movie. Candyman. And they Kane agree Hunter. to it. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, think about, I mean, Kane was, you know, the probably the most famous Jason Voorhees, which the, they also bring up in this movie. Yeah, the guy who plays Trent is R.A. Mihailov. Mihailov. But I mean, even his IMDb pictures him holding a chainsaw. Exactly, the leather face picture. So this is just for us to meet Uncle Bob. Right. He doesn't want her going out in that swamp. Uncle Bob is smart because he just says we should go to the police. Yeah. Movie over. Done. Go to the cops. <laughs> I don't even think the cops would go. I don't think the cops well, would. I think that's Hatchet 3, my friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, I forgot <laughs> the cops the are going to go yeah. out there. Um, so he, and he also, Uncle Bob does not, he has a distaste for Reverend Zombie. He thinks uh, Reverend Zombie, he's, he's a reverend of being an asshole. Yeah, why do you call him that? His name's Clive Washington. <laughs> he's a re- The only thing he's a reverend of is being an asshole. Right. <laughs> so he's like, stay away from him. Right. And Mary Beth says, I promise. Just give me an hour. I just want to hang out by myself. Give yeah. me some time alone. And we'll go to the cops. And then we'll go to the cops. She just wants to buy time to go to... Back to the House of Voodoo. The, yeah, House of Voodoo. Why is Justin acting French, wearing a beret, and serving I don't know. chips Ahoy cookie? Yeah, we cut to the next scene, and yeah, Justin is there like, Welcome, uh, my friends, uh, mon ami. Uh, Here's some chips Ahoy cookie. He's, he's doing served. this weird French accent. Well, Louisiana, um, New Orleans, the I get Bayou. that, yeah, I guess. but there's no point. It's super silly. I think it's just, it runs in his family, the weird accent. Because <laughs> Sean did like three different accents. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but this, is, he's trying to, he's acting, for, he's wearing a beret, he's serving Chips Ahoy cookies. Yep. And uh, we're just kind of meeting some of the players All that are of coming the hunters in, and fishermen. The fishermen that are yeah. coming in to hear the story, uh, or, or the proposition that Reverend Zombie is uh, bringing to the table. We meet the rest of the people who are going to go into the swamp here. Leighton, Avery, Vernon, Cletus, Trent, and John. Very good. You're welcome. Um, th- that was great. Leighton and Avery, uh, she's an old gal pal. Um, you kind of see that she still has feelings for Leighton. Avery does. They've, yeah, they've broken up, and I think he's planning on... Uh, another marriage. Where he wants to do this to get the money. Because, yes. For his marriage. He's getting married. He's offering We're everyone over. $500 cash to come out with him to retrieve the boat. Right. That's what he's telling them at first. Mm-hmm. Then we meet Vernon. Is he like the comic relief? Yeah, I think he's he, supposed he's to be. He's like Marcus, you know, the black guy that's supposed to be funny, and but he's annoying as hell. Marcus did a way better job uh, in the first Hatchet. He was definitely I did funnier. like, yeah, Vernon played by, I forget his name, Colton Dunn. He wanted cookies because he was like, hey, like as they're getting into the story, he's like, can you please give us more cookies? Yep. And milk? It just, I, it bothered me. I know it's filler. I knew I recognized that guy, Colton Dunn, the guy who plays Vernon. He was in Superstore on NBC. Yeah, he's, he's uh, been, yeah, yeah, he's not, been in just, Key and Peele. Uh, yeah. He was in Cock Blockers with John Cena. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but. But I recognized him from Superstore. I just didn't think he was, uh, the comic relief was pretty lame in this one. But, you know, needless yeah. to say, he is going to be part of the uh, entourage. He's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> So it's $500 again. He's offering $500 for anyone who can join him, uh, who joins them to go get the boat. Uh, they're going to Honey Island, which yep. is closed. And uh, w- w- what are we hunting? Because they know he's he's mentioning that we're, we're also doing something else. Yep. Well, I want you to bring... I'm gonna. Why you, do you need all these people just to get a boat back? Yeah, I'm trying to get to that. Yeah. Leave me alone. That's what he comes to say, yeah. $5,000 said anyone who brings me the head of Victor Crowley. And that's when like half the people half leave. The people get up. <laughs> so that's my question. Do they believe, do, are they scared or do they think it's just a, a hoo-ha story made up of childhood lore? Well, there's a little bit of both. Yeah. I really think that uh, some of these folks are superstitious and they're like, fuck that. I'm not going in. People who go, maybe they know somebody who knows somebody who went in the swamp and died. That's what I think. Because uh, a lot of fishermen and, and, yep. and gator hunters They've have disappeared. died. Um, yeah, did we cover that? There was a little montage. 
back when Reverend Zombie was rehashing the oh, story. Oh, I know. That was what, yeah. When I, he was telling the story of Victor Crowley, there was a little montage where... I filmed it, because yeah. I'm going to put it on our... Okay. Because there was just one great kill where he pulls a jaw out. Right. Like a guy screaming, ah! And he pulled his jaw. Yeah. yeah he just grabbed We the forgot to mention jaw. that, student. Sorry. When when Reverend Zombie was re, was telling the full story yeah. of Victor Crowley, there was a little See, kill montage we're where off he, today. he killed like five different people. That's because we're recording on a day we don't usually record. Maybe we're... Maybe that's why we're off. Anyway, back to the meeting. Um, yeah, a few people get up, including Trent. He wants to leave too. This is this bullshit. Is yep. He thinks it's dumb. And and Reverend Zombie is like, whoa, whoa, stop, stop, stop. You know, I'll I'll pay you a thousand. Because Trent's like, I ain't going out there. You know my history. Yeah, I'm not going out there. Woo. Yeah, foreshadowing and. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just for 500 bucks reverend zombie's like fine you 500 now and 500 dollars tomorrow morning um you just crunching your ice i noticed i took a drink of my diet coke and i was like "Ooh, that's loud i don't want people <laughs> to hear that uh also during this meeting um you notice uh the the character chad kind of leans forward and t- asks um avery and layton. uh layton hey who is this uh victor crowley like some kind of jason Voorhees?" <laughs> <laughs> and they're it. like, yeah. And he says, uh, I, I grew up in a town called Glen Echo. And that urban legend, uh, we had a guy named Leslie Vernon. And then um, Avery Shush. Yeah, shush. Well, that's a reference to Behind the Mask, the rise of Leslie Vernon from 2006. Different movie. God, I, yeah. This is so, just makes me good research. why this is an AP course. Yes, that is smart. <laughs> We're um, diving in like cinephiles. Bringing in, like, bringing up Jason Voorhees. And the very back. cool. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, this is just uh, I love the the Easter eggs and the references that we're finding this yeah. movie. So um, also Uncle Bob appears at the meeting. I'm only here for her. I'm going with her. I'm only here for her. So then, boom, the story is set. They take off. We're Two off. boats, small crew, all locked and loaded. Um, Cletus, our you know our stereotype redneck. Stereotype redneck. <laughs> His I mean, name's I mean, Cletus. Cletus. They even reference yes. that. He's and, like, uh, my brother's name's Cash. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then Chad's brother's name is Skip. Yep. Cletus is like, I bet you guys got your ass handed to you in school. Yeah, we did. And we, yeah, we did, yeah. yeah. So Cletus um, drives his own boat, Nick. Did you, did you hear why? I love it. He brings his own boat just in case he hooks up. In case he hooks up. <laughs> I wrote that down. And Chad's like, who are you going to hook up with in the swamp? And he's like, her. And points at Avery. And she walks away. He goes, bitch. Fuck like, that bitch. Yeah. Typical fucking Chad. Oh, wait. not That's typical Cletus. Cletus typical I guess. Cletus. So. Um, and then we go to the other boat. It's another tour boat right. um, that Sean is driving. And Vern, Justin is driving it. Justin. Sorry. God. <laughs> Gonna yeah, have to watch Sean's me on that one. dead. Gonna have to watch me on that one, Andy. <laughs> Vernon's just singing a song, I guess, to add comic relief. Chickens and gravy and biscuits, biscuits, biscuits and gravy and shit. Like, so does this guy like to eat? I guess. Like, is that his shtick? I mean, the it's... trivia says that was totally improvised by him. Oh, really? Yeah, well, he just it was, improvised it. That was dumb. Yeah, I would have cut and that the out. Chicken of the chicken and the gravy and the, and the biscuits. biscuits. I'm the biscuit. Biscuits is me. Yeah, that was so fucking dumb. I think they just wanted some. I think it's just for comic audio. relief, like, yeah. and also to give Cletus that, like, maybe that Marcus look. Marcus again, our comic relief from the first half. Vernon, but, yeah, yeah, Vernon. Sorry, but you know, being like Marcus. So, um, as they're uh, going to their destination, they find a first piece of the boat, the one that uh, Sean was driving, floating the, fl- yep. uh, from the first movie, and so they're like, okay, we must be close. Oh, the sign. Yeah, it said if you were on here, yeah, you'd be scared. You'd be already. scared by now. Yeah. So uh, Vernon, <clears throat> and there's uh, a little dialogue too between Reverend Zombie and Mary Beth. Yeah, he's got a theory about hurting Victor. Yeah, 
because um, she, Mary Beth has said, you know, we hurt him. We we stabbed him with a pitchfork. We shot him a couple times. And we don't think he's a ghost. Reverend Zombie is like, well, maybe if you hurt him enough, I have theories. Uh, if you take off the head, he won't be able to come back. Like that's a zombie. Reverend, that's or Reverend Zombie's yeah. theory. Yeah, like a werewolf. Like a werewolf. Yeah. I mean, like any living thing, I think. I, I roomed with a guy in college, uh, Chico. He would <laughs> talk about werewolves, and we were talking one night about how they're indestructible. They always heal. You know, you just need silver bullets. That's the yeah. only way to kill them. And Chico would be like, I don't give a shit how indestructible you shove a grenade up its ass. It's not coming back. <laughs> Do you think so? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, I mean, that's true. You I mean... shove a grenade up its ass. It's not going to heal. <laughs> oh, man. That would be interesting to see how you would get a grenade, because it's pretty big, up the wolf of a... Up a werewolf's ass? He would probably have to be sedated. It I want to be sedated. Yeah, it probably would have to be unconscious. You're right. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so Vernon then tries to hit on Mary Beth. Yeah, uh, She's like, yeah, it's stupid. And Bob, I love, he just smacks his hand, looks at him and says, don't. So that's the end of that. They make land um, with the idea of going to save the boat and going to rescue the bodies of Mary Beth's dead brother and dead father. Let's right. move. Hey, we have one of those um, one-take conversation I, shots I again. Got it up. Another uh, shot similar to the one of the first where the group walks and the camera follows the uh, conversation. Right. Oh, I love they that. did it in Hatchet 1. We do it again. Yep. It was pretty cool. It's, and, we're really, and it really has nothing to do with the movie. It's just kind of really setting the stage on who's going to be together, who's not going to be together. Yeah. Like the group, a little more personality about look, these characters. Yes, exactly. So um, they decide to split up i don't know like whether you know oh they, it's they, the classic mary yeah, beth's like no let's not that's a stupid idea but reverend zombie's like we can cover more we ground. can cover more ground he's got a plan though reverend yeah. zombie so he's like trent you know because trent, trent even says i'm sticking with you because i want to get my money right so really um it's late and avery kind of split up to be alone and you know and vernon's not happy about this because he's like i thought i would have a chance with you know vernon thinks he's a ladies man but another thing i don't like Hmm. Is that John and Vernon are smoking a joint? Yeah, they're lighting up a lighting up a pipe. Whoa, I think right I'd be paranoid and not like oh, I could not imagine being high like on some dank dank and then like being in the woods some with swamp a, weed. <laughs> well, if it's swamp weed, then it's you know it's just going to get you a headache. But um, and Chad and Clayton, you know Clayton or Cletus is like this. Cletus is like I ain't having this. Let's, let's go back by the boats. Let's go back by the boats, and uh, if you hang out with me, I'll take good care of you. I was like, "What are you gonna fuck him?" Oh my god! Yeah, so I guess he just wants to. They want to go hang out and shoot guns, which is exactly what they do. They go shoot gators. So then that's that leaves Uncle Bob, Mary Beth, Reverend Zombie, Trent, and Justin. One, two, three, four, five people in one group, and everybody else is paired off. Yes. Um, yeah, you're right. Cletus and Chad are shooting at gators. Chad's trying to give him pointers. You got to lead them because it's in the water. You got to lead them a little bit. And Cletus like, don't tell me how to do this. I know how to shoot gators. Yeah, God damn it. Leave me alone, Chad, you yep. fucking weirdo. But and then what do we hear? Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> Did you hear it this time? You didn't hear it. I had to go movie. back four times because Jody could hear it and I could. I just heard it. Oh, well. That's what it is. Yeah. He's saying daddy for sure. And so, totally. you know, like Cletus and Chad are hearing this and I knew Chad was going to die first. I called it like when I saw the whole group, yeah. I was like, Chad's dead first. And, um, 
you know, it's, I don't know Victor why. just comes barreling out barreling of the bushes. Barreling out and uh, with a hatchet. He does a lot more with the hatchet in this movie than in the first one. He does. So this hatchet is just a butt up. Maybe that was a critique of the first movie. Adam Green heard people say like, he only killed like one dude one with a hatchet. Yeah. It's called hatchet. So in this movie, Adam, Green, <laughs> Adam Green's like, all right, fine. That's his machete. Yeah. We're going to get a couple more kills with hatchets. But I'm going to use some other shit too. <laughs> yes. Some really gross shit and a lot of fucking blood. A lot of blood. So he just takes the butt end of the hatchet. Is that right? Yeah, he doesn't hit him with the blade. Yeah, it just kind of bashes his face. He's and like, straddling Chad, just hitting him over and over again in the head with the with the top of the hatchet. Blam! Yeah, Andy's blam. Andy's got the Blu-ray. And was telling me before we hit record yeah. uh, that this scene uh, probably went five seconds longer than yeah. what's on Tubi, right? Because of the graph, uh, the the I guess the gore factor. I watched will. it on Tubi the first time, and then on the Blu-ray the second time. Yeah, the. Victor Crowley bashing him in the face went on for another few seconds, and his face got up mushier and mushier. Mushy, yeah, that's rad. It was really nasty. So Chad's gone, and this is um, when so Cletus runs off, and Chad is dead. Go back to the Reverend and Justin. Justin is like, yo, Reverend, something's not right here, man. I just, Where's my brother? Yeah, yeah. This, this doesn't smell. This. He's like, I'm sure your brother's okay. But um, I can tell you right now we can get rid of this cursed swamp once and for all. Trent, yes. Trent and Bob were the other ones with um, Mary Beth's father. So once he gets revenge on those, once he kills Trent and Bob, he'll go back to wherever he's from. He and the gets curse, his revenge. Yeah, yeah he gets his revenge. The curse is lifted and we're good. And So that's like, Reverend Zombie's plan. Yeah, the Reverend Zombie's plan wasn't to get the boat. It was to have Victor Crowley kill Justin, I'm sorry, Trent and Bob. Yeah. Because those are the three that were involved in, in Victor Crowley's death. And then the revenge will be complete. And Victor Crowley, the curse goes away. The curse goes away. And then the swamp will be his. Right. For tourism. He will own the swamp, is in his own words. Justin calls murder. He's like, isn't that murder? And yeah, Vic, uh, Reverend Zombie's like, am I hurting anyone? I did, did I twist anybody's arm to come out here? Yeah. And Justin's like, you offer them all $500. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you kind of encourage them you to come You encourage them to come out here. I always think these hatchet movies are fun because, it the you know, these are about an hour and a half, let's just say. Yeah. And it's really 45 minutes or maybe 40 minutes of storytelling, and then, bam, the killings just go on. Because now the killings are happening. This is, yeah, we're hitting a, a high gear here. Yeah, we're hitting a yeah, high the full gear. full throttle, whatever you want to call we it. We come back to Cletus, who's running for his life to his boat, but guess what? Trope, the boat won't start. Yep. And as he continues to start the boat, he's looking back. He's looking back. Over his shoulder, his own shoulder. <laughs> the third time he looks back and comes back to his motor, there's Victor Crowley standing, standing in the water. Standing in the water. Grabs him and throws him in the water. Yep. Let's get creative with a kill. Haven't seen anybody's face torn off with a, the the rotor of the a boat, boat prop. Motor. Oh yeah. man, that was awesome. Just takes his face and just scream. You know, just presses it against the uh, the, the idling. Uh, yeah, the boat props moving. Yeah, the, the propeller. Propeller and just Underwater. you see his face just get shredded skin. Oh, it's he nasty. He pulls him back up. And his face looks like a Venus flytrap wide open. Like it is. <laughs> and it's almost like like he just like holds him for the camera. Right. Like, <laughs> like he just posed him. Like, hey, there right. you go. Look at that kid. Yeah, look at his open face. Yeah, because it literally is. It's just <laughs> I mean, it, a shredded face that looks like it opened, like like if a Venus flytrap was opening its mouth fully. Pretty nasty. But it's great. Uh, so Clayton's dead. Or Cle Cle yeah, Cletus is dead. Sorry. Yeah. Then we've got 
we jumped to Clay, uh, Leighton. I Layton. said Clayton in my yeah, notes. What the hell's yeah, wrong with me? Leighton. I think they didn't call him. I bet his name was Clayton, but they don't want to have a Clayton and Cletus. Clayton and Cletus. Leighton and Avery uh, and alone. And she's like, you miss these They titties? start making out. And then I just wrote boobs. Because, yeah, she <laughs> opens her shirt. And um, they get they get. She's to like, you miss. Because she's like, you miss these titties, don't yeah, you? And no bra like, or nothing. She's yeah, just she's, like, and he's like, boobies. Yep. So if you open your shirt and, and if you've got boobs, you're probably going to get it. a kiss. Uh we Mary Beth, we bounce back really quick to the other group of five. Mary yep. Beth finds the house. The, yeah, the shed? The shed where the, yeah, just off the house, and her family's bodies are gone. I don't understand this. So maybe, and so they're gone, and so she's like, eh, it's a wasted trip. Reverend Zombie's like, no, it's not, because I want to get your uncle and Trent killed. But I don't <laughs> understand, like, why the, I mean, they're like, well, maybe it was a different shed. No, I know this is the shed. This is Victor fucking Crowley's house. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he moved him. And then she, maybe he moved him. And then she's like, maybe they moved him in the house. So she takes off to run to the house. Runs into the house, yeah. And um... Justin is just like, now Justin's freaking out because he's yeah. crying for his brother. Sean! Sean! Where's Sean? Yeah, so um, back to Avery and Layton getting a little doggy style action. It's a sex scene, Nick. It's a sex scene and from yeah, behind. From behind. Um, this caused uh, some people, I guess, to quit working on the movie. I think the graphic nature, like how this stuff goes down. I was reading. I don't know if it's true. The trivia. And I stuff. read like one because of the moral thing. The, yeah, whatever. I mean, but, I mean, having sex is part of any slasher horror movie. It, and they it, there has show, to they, be. They don't show any more uh, like genitalia or boobies or anything. I mean, you just see like everyone's fully clothed and he's just ramming, uh, having sex with her from behind. <laughs> I'm a little Freudian slip there. <laughs> yeah. He's just ramming. Uh, but she's making it uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Because she's she's like, asking like, do you like this? Do you love this more than ice cream? And he's like, yeah. yeah. She's like, do you more like than chocolate, chocolate ice cream. <laughs> and then I love this. Do you love it more than baby Jesus? More than Jesus. More than Jesus. He's like, uh, uh, tell me you love it more than baby more than Jesus. Baby, and he's like, an, an equal amount. <laughs> making it so how did he like you know stay you know uh performing uh when she's asking him all these questions and and i think um he's just super uncomfortable when especially with the jesus questions Layton must be a religious guy when she's like do you love this more than baby jesus i just think it's great because i mean even in talladega nights like i mean you know uh the john ricky and, bobby yeah, yeah. They're, they're like hey I, I like to think of baby jesus as a long-haired white little tiny baby leonard skinner t-shirt <laughs> this is what i thought of i thought of like do you love it more than baby jesus i thought of was funny like yeah. this was funnier than Vernon's and he's just like biscuits and gravy shit an equal amount and she's like tell me you love me and now remember I, he's engaged to get married to a different woman yep. these two broke up yep and he's just like uh you know it's mid coitus and he's like i <clears throat> love you she's like she's say like, it yeah and um he just breaks down and says i love you and she's you like know, yeah, she's like yeah i knew, I knew it. it and victor crowley pops out of the bushes behind layton and chops off his head and his body gives a couple of twitches, like bam, 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 <laughs> yeah. a couple of quick thrusts as he as he his death throws, I guess, uh, a couple of quick thrusts, which Avery likes. She's like, whoa, getting, hey, we're getting going here. And then he stops moving, and she's just like, hey, Does did, that... you, did you fall asleep on me again? <laughs> I guess um, he fell asleep on her while they were having sex one time. But does this make her a necrophiliac? For those couple of seconds, yes. She was fucking a dead guy. Yeah, totally. But for she, at but least she, a couple but seconds. But she thought he was alive, so we'll She get thought he was alive, yeah. I'm not going to, like, come down on her for it, because what happens next, you know. Yeah, she looks back, because she thinks he's asleep, and she sees a headless dude fucking her. Yeah. That and is fucking crazy. She that, screams. If you don't die, that would fuck you up for life. <laughs> She's going to be traumatized yeah. for the next 10 seconds. Yeah, that's the girl over there that fucked the headless dude. Right, but she didn't live long enough. No. 
uh, to be seen on the sidewalk <laughs> or anything. She starts crawling forward as Victor, because her pants are probably down around yeah, her ankles. And, and Victor Crowley um, catches up to her quickly with his hatchet. And he takes a, a big old swing downwards and hits her right. And we'll do a science. Vagina. Vagina. Right hits between her legs. Hatchet and the snatch it. You don't... <laughs> That's the science term for it. He, you don't see anything. You don't, I mean, yeah, you just, yeah, you don't. But, but you, you know, know that's going. where he's hitting her, and she gives a big old scream. Hashtag hatchet and the snatch it. Find it on slash you. Oh my god, that is a good hashtag. And <laughs> and then uh, she, um, he pulls it out, uh, and she kind of rears up on her knees, and then I think he he hits her in the front between her her Boobies, breasts, yeah. between her breasts, and she's dead. <laughs> In the director's cut that I watched, he tries to pull the hatchet out, and and he, he, it's stuck in her sternum, and he pulls it a couple times, you know, and her boobies are jiggling. Boobie, boobie. Her, that dead her, booby jiggles. I don't dead, know if I would get stoked her on Her body's, that. you could probably finish at least once, and uh, <laughs> she's, uh, she's jiggling a little bit as he tries to pull it out of her, her corpse. So, Avery's dead, too. Avery is dead. So, we're back in the house, and yeah. um, they can't find the bodies. I like, can't find the bodies. You know, of course, uh, Justin is freaking out. He wants to go back to the boat. Um, the Reverend's like, yeah, go back to the boat. I don't care. He's like, can I have the keys? And he's like, yeah, right, whatever. So you, so can, you can leave, leave me? me? Yeah. The Reverend's there to see it through. He wants the death of Bob and Trent. Right. So the curse, again, uh, students, the, the curse will be lifted off the swamp. So then again, we hear like a Chewbacca. Daddy. Daddy. My name's Chewbacca. Daddy. <laughs> My name is Victor Crowley. Oh, God. Um, is it Chewbacca or Sloth from the Goonies? Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. I was going to do a Who Wore It Better. Hey, our... you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Rocky Road. That's what I always thought. Or, or was he in a movie with Cher called Mask? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Looks a lot like that dude, too. Yeah. All right, Eric Stoltz. Uh, yeah. Trent and John are... Uh, Vernon and John also hear the... Yeah, Vernon and John dad. also hear the... And they're, sorry. they're both high on that wacky weed. Yeah, they're, you know, so. exactly. They're, they're both stoned, they're scared, they've got guns, and they hear a chainsaw starting. Yeah, you, you kind of, at first, I didn't quite catch what it was. I was like, what was that? I you knew right hear, away. Yeah, I and knew. then I'm like... I think that's a chainsaw. So they, so. they think it's just a joke. They right. think like someone's fucking with them, but they're so stoned. They're like, we'll shoot you. So okay, we're kind of going to this back and forth kind of quick edits. Jump back to the house. Back to the house. Yeah. Justin learns that Sean is dead from uh, Mary, Mary Beth. Beth. And Reverend's like, dude, don't listen to her. She's fucking whacked out. You know, she's been in these swamps now two days in a row. She's yeah. lost it. Mary Beth's pretty much like, no. No, and she looks at him and she goes, no, your brother is he's, fucking he's dead. He's definitely dead. I, I watched him die. Remember Sean took a shovel to the throat? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. chopped off his head? Yes. Oh, yes. I remember a lot yeah. of these skills. And uh, so we, we flash back to uh, John Vernon, and Vernon, John yeah. and Vernon, and the ch chainsaw finally uh, gets going and makes an appearance. A long chainsaw. This was, uh, uh, I read in the trivia, of like a 126-pound chainsaw that, I mean, that Kane Hodder had to hold. Yeah, because I, this chain, I think, is made for specifically for cutting like large trunk trees. Oof. But I think it would have two ends so two people could run it, but I, you know, so I don't know. you think it's a real chainsaw that's used? It's not just a comedy prop chainsaw for this movie? Mm, I mean, I just thought of big-ass trees. You know, yeah, you're probably right. 100, yeah. The the Chainsaw Cane Hotter brandishes is 120 pounds. That is nuts. But you're right. It's got like a like a six-foot blade coming off it, yeah, right? it's huge. At least. Mm -hmm. And it just, you know, if it was a metaphor for penis, Victor Crowley's, <laughs> Victor Crowley is peacocking like the best of them. Like, yeah. there's Michael Myers. I got um, a bigger chainsaw. 
John and or, I mean Leatherface. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, John? I'm off to the you are John and Vernon uh, are are um, watching him come out of the woods. Uh, Vernon jumps like behind John, I guess, <laughs> uh, which is important because then uh, Victor proceeds to put the blade of the chainsaw right between all their legs. <laughs> And start going upwards. <laughs> a twofer. A twofer. He lifts them up with the chainsaw as he's cutting them and they're dying. And the chainsaw is going right into their crotch. And um, it's nasty in the director's unrated yes, cut. because I, I could, could tell it was cut. I, I was watching it, yeah. the 2B version. Uh, uh, Andy was watching it. I watched it on Blu-ray. The director's cut had testicles that sort of dangled down briefly. You see, you could see them dangling down off the guys. Which was hot? Nasty. I mean... It was gross. Oh, okay. It was just long, stringy pieces of guts with big balls on the end of it. Oh I was like, God. those are their testicles. Um, <laughs> There's no doubt about it, huh? I'm sure that had to cause people to quit working on this movie. They were like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> I don't understand that one. I mean, because that could be done in post. Right. But I, I think it's the one where the girl's having sex with a decapitated head. Yeah. Well, that is rad. Victor just continues upward and cuts these guys in half from crotch to crown. Crotch huh? to crown. Crotch the crown of their head. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Milwaukee. We are crotch to crown. And we're here to rock you world. <laughs> 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 we love you, crotch to crown. <laughs> um, so um, they're dead. Victor is obviously close uh, to the house because you can hear the chainsaw. The the, the gang that's still yeah. looking for Mary Beth's brother, dead brother, and father can hear this chainsaw from the house. So all hell's breaking loose, and um. I guess this is also in Justin and Mary Beth Bond. Uh, Sean, I mean, uh, Justin... Uh, tells Mary Beth yeah, tells the plan. Her, the plan that the Reverend has to kill uh, her uncle and Trent. Yep. So she's like, fuck, I got to go warn Bob. So she runs she off, runs leaving off. Justin alone. Yep. So Justin's like, well, I'm going to go take comfort and hide in a closet. Yeah. So that's, He thinks he hears rustling in the woods. So he's so freaking out. And he, I'm yeah. going to go be quiet in a closet. Yeah. Gets to the closet, and it's just... Covered in spiders. Like, he's got, like, gnarly-ass spiders right. surrounded him. And also... Victor Crowley. How did he get in the fucking... I mean... The slashers can teleport, man. <laughs> I know. I've been I'm saying this... i in the closet. I've been saying this forever. <laughs> the slashers can jump around to wherever they want within the movie. That's how it works. <laughs> I honestly think he did, because yeah. he's in the closet. He appears in the closet behind uh, Justin. And, of course, uh, Justin flips out, you know, just bashes through the closet to get away, and just Victor takes one, you know, s- you know just swings his hatchet, you know, just throws it at Justin, and... Gets him in the back. Gets him in the back. I think it pins him, or at least severs his spine, so yeah. he can't run he away can't anymore. Run away. So Victor says, "Hey, you know what? I haven't used in a while. <laughs> the good old belt sander. The good old belt sander <laughs> that I used on Jenna, and, and uh, that was shaved. my dick shot. Kid. Yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Wait, was it in the first in Hatchet? I yeah, it was the arms. No, it was Jenna. Yeah, oh, honorable yeah. mention was honorable Marcus. Mention was yeah. Okay. But Jenna getting her jaw yeah, belt sanded right. off. That was mine. I, I, again, the jaw with honorable mention with the jaw one in this one, I just love because the tongue's just oh, yeah. hanging out. So, um, But Victor takes the belt sander to the back of Justin's head. And just blood one. sprays. I love. I know how they set it up, too. They just put something like, you know, the other yeah. just sprays blood. But, yeah. I mean, it's just like he is so fucking. It's, it's not like he just kills someone. Like he violently kills yeah. people. You got to see the director's cut, man. Because what am. what happened here for me on my second watch, and I'm able to tell the difference because I watch it once on Tubi, and then I, the second watch was on the DVD, the, the Blu-ray. He paused, like he's taking the belt sander to the back of Justin's head, and then at one point he stops and steps away, and you totally see like 
uh, uh, it cut away. You could see Justin's brain and like the skull Why around did it. They take that and away. And then Victor uh, revs the thing up and you know shoves it back onto the head, and that's what splatters, and that's what you see on Tubi. You know, blood everywhere. God, that's so rad. It's gross and awesome. I loved it. Yeah, so that's um... we'll do a marathon. When we're all done with all of them, I'll just come over someday with all four of them. <laughs> we'll just watch them Ooh. all. And <laughs> we'll smoke some Tubi out of, out of a Tubi. Um, so, again, Justin is dead. Totally. Uh, he is no longer there. Uh, a, a violent kill from Mr. Victor Crowley. Right. And so Victor busts through the door, and um, he starts to, he, you know, I guess the shed. I don't know if this is where the closet was, but he busts through the door to attack Bob. Yeah. And then a fight is on. So it, it's kind of a chaotic scene. Mary Beth is like, it's a trap. We got to get out of here. Yeah. Trent yeah. shoots Victor Crowley. I mean, Trent shoots Victor Crowley in the head. Yeah. And that makes, you know, I mean, a great shot right in the brain. Doesn't stop him. Doesn't stop him. So the fight is on with Trent and Victor Crowley. Trent puts up a fucking fight, dude. Let's, yeah. let's make note of that. Trent's no fucking little 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 schoolboy. No. He's ready to come He's to the big fight. Guy. Yeah. yeah. And they fight. Well, he, Trent's the actor that played Leatherface, so yeah. let's go. It's That's like what I wrote. Leatherface, Leatherface versus Victor, Victor Crowley. Crowley. <laughs> Who's in it to win it? When they start tussle, uh, Uncle Bob at one point got thrown down on the ground. He's hurt. Uh, he's, you know, he's dazed by that. At the same time, Reverend Zombie um, grabs uh, uh, Mary Beth and starts dragging her out. Like, we got to go. Because Reverend Zombie wants these two other men to be yes. to get killed, well, yep. and she, of course, is like, "No, no, I don't want my uncle to die. No, let, leave me, let me go, let me go." And Reverend Zombie backs all the way out of the house and like slams a door and like shoots a lock to lock him in. But he couldn't. He's just he, there's somebody. He's like, "Please let me out." I mean, yeah. I feel like there's there's boards. So and Uncle old- Uncle Bob is struggling. Like, well, don't leave me here. Don't leave me here. And meanwhile, Victor is fighting with Trent. Uh, that fight goes on for a little bit. They just tussle around. Eventually, it's a good fight. it is a good fight, uh, but it's really fun because eventually Victor kicks Trent's leg, just kicks him breaks in the knee, it. breaks his fucking oh. knee in half. You see that Trent's, you know, obviously crippled by that. Uh. Uh, and then Victor grabs his um, head and and shoves it onto a table. So he's biting the edge of the table, like this table here. Like Philly curb stomp. Yeah. And, grabs Trent's head, uh, bites him onto the table. Trent's dazed, can't, you know, not enough sensibilities to back off of that. And Victor kicks his head. And the top of Victor uh, Trent's head goes sliding across the table. <laughs> the camera looks, his eyes are looking around, and he blinks in surprise because the top of his head from, like, his, his upper lip upwards is on top of the table. That was my dick kill. Shot of the week. Dick kill. Dick kill. Shot of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the dick week. Shot. Kill of the week. Like a yes. curb stomp using the edge of a table. Yeah, it was very, it, it was very creative because it totally. Again, I thought it was really cool too. Like there were so many great kills on this. I almost forgot that one when you sent it to me. That was gonna yeah. be a dick kill. Like, but that blink, that blinking eye like this, blink, blink, <laughs> blink. Yeah, as as the soul leaves his body or spirit or whatever you believe leaves Trent's body, he dead. Yeah. So um, um, it is. It's a uh, a great great kill. Um, so we kind of go back to the the house that they locked Bob in, and I guess it's Victor is gonna get his revenge. I guess, or does he? I don't know. Because um, that's we, all who's left though is Uncle Bob and yeah, Victor. We don't see Uncle Bob die. We just see blood. We we see blood raining down the house because Victor does eventually make it. The house sees Bob, and Bob puts up his dukes. Yeah, like come here, you hatchet like, face fuck. Take you with my bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> He's just sitting there. And I wrote. I invented child's play. <laughs> When I was your age, 
Right. I like you want butterscotch. Right. Um, Victor Crowley's house um, is you know a, a great set direction. I'm sure like when they were setting it up, but you don't see him die. You just see like I, what I imagine is people went to Home Depot, grab <laughs> fucking like a few five gallon buckets, and they filled yep. it with that corn syrup. Yep. And they just threw it. They just they just coated the house, and they yep. just the bloods. I mean, blood is pouring, splattering out. around. And this is from the point of view of Reverend Zombie and Mary Beth outside, and she's struggling. Reverend Zombie's holding her back. She's screaming, he's no, smiling. no, and he's loving it because this is what he wanted. Yeah, they're all dead. They're all dead, and and, and that's what he explains it to Mary Beth, yeah. right? He says, like, I well, need, she, you know, it was your daddy, it was uh, your daddy's brother, and it was Trent. Uh, once he gets his revenge on them, he'll be gone, and this swamp will be mine, and she's just, you know, doesn't like she, it. Yeah, she says, I want to call the cops. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, I'll see to that. So it looks like he's about to shoot her. Yeah. And this is when she says, uh, well, you know what? You got it wrong. And then she's like, uh, and he's like, how's that? And he's like, well, Uncle Bob wasn't my real uncle. My real uncle died of leukemia when I was 12 years old. That guy, Bob, is my father's best friend. He was like an uncle he's to me. He's like an uncle. Yeah, like yep. I'm known as Uncle Nick by some homies' friends, you know? So, hey, I'm Uncle Andy. Yeah. In a lot of circles. So that is, <laughs> they, they, she, it's... The curse isn't lifted, nope. and Victor Crowley is standing there yep. at the door. Like, I loved that because yeah. there was a little bit of silence. Yeah, Reverend Zombie turns, and Crowley's there with the hatchet in his hand. Yeah, with blood a, dripping off and it. He just runs. They both run at each other. Reverend runs at Victor Crowley. Victor Crowley runs at the Reverend. They both start choking each other, and then Victor Crowley kind of goes, "Oh yeah, I forgot. I have a hatchet." <laughs> he hacks the Reverend in half. Yeah. And the the upper half of Reverend Zombie starts to crawl away, like sure. I'm gonna live. Yeah, no, you're not. So he's <laughs> still alive, crawling away half of his body. Yeah. And Victor uh, Victor Cully's like, oh, check that out. There's his spine. He stomps on uh, Reverend Zombie, grabs the base of the spine, and proceeds to pull out the the body and de-skins him holding a, a body looking around <laughs> and, and with no skin and that is my dick I could not that was that, so it was impossible because I mean there's a lot you know that's actually they use like a, a small person to yeah. film that person. oh they did no I'm just kidding fake, oh. fake news god damn it um <laughs> no, but I mean, you can tell it's a real person. It's a real white person. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously, you know, no skin with no skin. So it's just, I mean, I think it's a real live person. Yeah. Maybe smash the nose, whatever. But I, I, I'm like, what the fuck? The is physics this? of it doesn't work, but it's great yeah, for like, a slasher. Yeah, like, I mean, you can't like, step on someone and, and just, grab their <laughs> spine and and pull their skin off. You know, that maybe in a Mortal Kombat video game, possibly, <laughs> yeah. but not. And, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It doesn't have to matter. If you're gonna sit there and be like, "Oh, that's not realistic," like get the fuck out of here, you know? I know, but we're not I'm here still, for realistic. I still think there is a great fucking. I'm gonna. We gotta pitch the show slash Busters or something because even because most of the time they do bust the myth, and I mean it's it's funny, but we can at least try it. It was so cool though. It was because it's a, good... a it's a real person. Yeah, it's obviously a real person hanging upside down, like yeah. he's holding him upside down because that's what he's yeah. holding the spine. It is awesome. Yeah. Um, it's, it's good a, stuff. It's a great kill. The last kill uh, be my dick shot kill. Mary Beth attacks. 
She gets a drop on Victor Crowley. Yep. Since he was, uh, he just tossed the the reverend's you know upper half into the bushes. <laughs> Later, she leave uh, it for the leave it for the beavers. She does uh, leave it for those Bayou beavers. She does what she wanted to do: uh, take a hatchet to that son of a bitch's face, and she comes in hacking. Yeah, um, gets him down, pummels his face into like pulp, pulp, then goes to get a gun, and and, and she oh, goes fuck, fuck you, bam, bam. And we snap to the credits. Roll credits. There, That's the end of the movie. How in the fuck is is it? How is Victor Crowley going to come? You know, like, oh, he's not Victor Crowley anymore. He's Pummelface. His head is literally uh, liquid. But like, didn't it's they done. say? But didn't Chad, the smart guy, say, can't they just reform and reborn? Like, can't they? Chad said that. Yeah, at the very oh. beginning, because that's when Vernon says, "Man, you got to quit getting all sci-fi." Oh, right, right, right. So, you watch too much sci-fi. Yeah. So, but I mean, he actually brings up, "Can't you just metamorphosize back?" So that's what I think is going to happen in Hatchet Three. I think he's going to shapeshift right. back into fucking Victor Crowley. What I like here too is this is literally what. So many people have said about so many slashers. Why you get him down? You need to fucking pummel his head into pulp, and she that did. way you know he's dead. I mean, she blew the house, blew the face off. So I, I said it this. last week. Remember when they ended up setting him on fire? And he went down on the ground unconscious, and it started raining, and they all ran off. I was like, why don't you fucking oh, yeah. bash his head to That's pieces? Right. That's right. Yeah. You know? This is what... I still, like, so after I blew his head off, then I would I would go methodically cut every piece of his body off, especially the penis. Cut him, in, cut him into the little chunks. <laughs> so Feed him on, to the gators. On a scale Stick of... Stick a grenade up his ass. <laughs> on so. a scale of one baby Jesus, or on a scale of six baby Jesuses, what's your rating of this movie? Well, what's the scale? Is it one or six? Like it's a scale of six. Is that what you're saying? Yes. From oh, one baby from Jesus, one, to six. <laughs> one baby Jesus being the worst, six baby Jesus is being the oh, best. Oh God! Can I give six and a half? This no, is six. Oh, then it's six. It's a solid six. You think? Wow! I liked it. I'm gonna give a five. Well, I liked it because mainly the end there. They, they do to the killer what so many of us have wanted done to the killer in so many movies. And Mary Beth is a strong final. Get girl. his ass down. Fucking pummel his head till it's nothing, and then she takes the gun. Yeah. Like even his fingers, Nick, were twitching a little bit after she'd hit him with the hatchet. His fingers were twitching, and she comes back in with that shotgun and goes, "Fuck you!" <laughs> Credits. <laughs> um, it made me want to pop in number three right I away. Can't wait, we're gonna have fun. We're recording that on Cinco de Mayo, or I like to call it Slasho de Mayo, because get it, we're slashing. Why? Uh, <laughs> why? Why would you just give this a five? I didn't like Vernon. Uh, mm. Some of the storyline I thought was, I mean, give me notes. I'm not trying to sound like a cinephile, but no, it's you like, are. It's fine. No, it's. I was going to say that's why you're giving it a five. You're a cinephile. She. No. I just don't like the <laughs> idea of going to get the bodies of her. I want to get them proper burial. Well, they, they needed a reason. <laughs> they needed a reason to go back. I mean, the and, boat. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I dig it. And it's Vernon, a little bit. And it, I'll be honest with you. I like the first one better. I thought the first yeah. one. I mean, that's most of the thing people say. Yeah. I can't wait to watch three. I'm like, excited. I'm stoked. Yeah. And I can't wait to watch Victor Crowley like this. We're going all in with the AP classes. And damn it, yep. I'm going to reach out to Adam Green. I'm going to be like, come on, man. Why not? We, you could have, you could, we have five listeners. Yeah, that's true. Maybe if we were able to like record a 10-minute Zoom call with him and ask him some stuff, and we could air that God, near yes. the end of this whole series. You know? yeah, fuck, maybe we'll part of it. Oh, we're also starting an OnlyFans, but I'll bring that up later. What? Hey, uh, why don't we uh, take a quick break and do a kill count? And come uh, back and do a kill count. Okay, hang on just a minute. Hi, I'm Katherine Troyer. I teach horror at a university here in Texas, and over the last year, my students and I have been working on an interactive event called Monster Mayhem. Monster Mayhem is essentially a bracket-style horror tournament that combines the calculated odds of March Madness with the pageantry of WrestleMania. 
Participants, and I'm hoping that this will be all of you, can research your favorites to win, enter contests, and follow along as the tournament progresses. Right now, you can fill out your bracket with your predictions and enter the first contest before the tournament kicks off on May 9. Throughout the month, we'll share official battle outcomes through play-by-plays and recaps. To learn more, go to suchanightmare.com game on and click on the button All Things Mayhem. We hope you'll come play with us forever. Here we are. So that was Hatchet 2. Hatchet 2. Let's get into some of that little, if you're ready, Andy, I, I say am. we bring on the f- little funk and get on some kill count. The, the, the simple hi-hat jazz. Okay, so uh, the beginning this of the movie, this is a good amount of kills. We have Jack Cracker. He get killed. I didn't know. And then, um, <laughs> that's what he said. I didn't know who she was. And then we had five, <laughs> we had five hunters slash fishermen in, in the flashback kill, the montage. kill montage. We see them all die, which is one of our rules here. We want to see them die. Yes. Uh, we sometimes bend that a little bit. But anyway, then Chad just killed with a hatchet. Chad uh, did. Chad died. And then Cletus, boat prop to the face. Nice. Uh, followed by Leighton, uh, decapitated while he was uh, doing someone doggy style. Gave a couple of death thrusts there. Uh, then Avery. Hatch, I put hatchet to the vag. Hatchet to the snatchet. And then uh, chest. She yes. took one of the chests, so she's dead. Then John and Vernon both got that same chainsaw right up their crotch and out the crown of their heads. Crotch to crown! Opening this summer at Summerfest. <laughs> they're jazz. What if they're just like smooth jazz? Crotch to crown. Hello, everyone. We're crotch to crown. This is our music. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for the, joining uh, us. Backside Lounge. Best name ever. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> then uh, Justin, uh, Sean's twin brother Justin, yeah. was uh, killed with the, first the axe to the back, and then or hatchet to the back, and then the belt sander to the back of his head. Terrible. Followed by Trent. Uh, he had the table uh, curb stomp table. That's my dick shot kill of the week. <laughs> and then uh, Uncle Bob. We actually see how he died, but we knew he died. Right, there was dead. blood we'll everywhere. That. And yeah. that was one of the, yeah. And then uh, Nick's dick shot kill. Reverend Nick, Zombie. Nick, 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 Reverend Zombie. Pulled out of his own skin <laughs> somehow. Yes. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, we're not counting Victor. Nope. We know he, it looks like he's definitely dead, but we know I mean, there's a hatchet three. three. Yeah. So that's 16. Good. And that five was going to come on touch, so 11, really. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 11, yeah, because, during this movie, cause, cause plus I, five in the montage. It's quick enough to where I'm putting that kill montage. Yeah. Um, you watch all those guys die. I mean, one guy had his face, like, sliced yeah, off. He, yeah, he's so quick. He gets an axe that's so quick, and it, it, there hasn't been his friend fishing. He looks at his friend. His friend's like, what's up? And then, like, his from face the back, falls off. his face just falls off. And it's a weird... Pretty cool. Yeah, it is. That's another Mythbuster there, so... um. Uh, next week, Hatchet 3. Hatchet 3. Uh, so please, uh, if you've already seen it, Rad, I know you're going to be stoked for um, our next episode. I think it's still available on Tubi. And um, uh, we're going to have that ready for your ear holes. This film inclu- was included on Roger Ebert's most hated list. Uh, some other fun facts. If you watch all three Hatchet movies in a row without the credits, it would be one in uninterrupted storyline. We know that. Um, the crew did not receive copies of the script. The majority of the cast only received select pages. There were fake scripts, fake endings, and fake storylines circulated around the industry. No visitors or guests were allowed near the set. Um, did you know that? Yes, I did know that. And I uh, also know that uh, some of the trivia you did mention, but the third one yeah. was the most difficult for Kane Hodder to film. 
It was? Uh, due to consist, uh, always threatening looming thunderstorms uh, and also provides heat and humidity that would drive the... Uh, there were many emergency room visits with cast and crew on this oh. on this film, and even funnier, the guy who plays Justin, the guy who plays Sean, is also in th- in the third yep. one. But he plays like a, a, SWAT a different. Team. And they even said like, "Hey, one of the dead bodies kind of looked like you." Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that the actor Perry Shen uh, is oh. in all three. All right, um, so that's good. So anyway, what I do you got? I got this. I just want to give a shout out, but uh, connecting with a. Uh, uh, a rad podcast within our horror family, um, if you will. Uh, Such a Nightmare podcast. Okay. Uh, really cool. In fact, we're going to play the spot after this, but students, I want you to uh, uh, stay tuned. Oh, I'll play. I played the spot during our commercial break. Oh, you did? Yeah. So it's already played. Yeah, you probably just heard it a little oh, bit yeah, ago. Oh, yeah, cool. So this is... We're referencing that right now. I think right it's now. rad. Yeah, <laughs> dig this, though, but yeah. please. It's, 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 it's March Madness. Like with a, I, I think they kind of said it's like a WrestleMania feel. But what you're doing is uh, the creators, Catherine and her students at Trinity University. It's a four bracket categories. Oh. Uh, they'll be featured that um, it's like 64 uh, contestants will be competing, and so you pick your your killer and who would kill like, like so. I, I what I'm thinking is like it was so Jason. big verses. Yeah, like Jason and Michael, who would sure. win, you know, and it's so... And they're doing a big, like, NCAA-type bracket. Yeah, you can get it, so that That's I'm, awesome. I'm imploring everyone, because we're going to do it. I'm going to oh, definitely totally. sign up slash you. Suchanightmare.com. Okay. Uh, I'm sure they mentioned that on the on the little spot that we did, but um, yeah. you definitely want to go uh, check that out. Go to Monster Mayhem. Once you, because that's what it's called, Monster Mayhem. Make sure you click on that. Once you, it's very easy to find. Once you go to the website, suchanightmare.com. Okay. Anybody can play. Um, great rules laid out. Um, it's going to be fun. Um, I think this is smart. Again, this was created in a class at a university. How cool is that class? That's How pretty cool neat. is a professor? Right. We think we're cool professors. Yeah. I think Catherine's. We have a legitimate good. professor who's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely wanted to give that a huge shout out. Uh, Play against us, uh, your professors Nick and Andy at Slash U. We'll definitely be in the mix. And yeah. find us, Slash U, your professors at Slash U Podcast.com, mm-hmm. Slash U underscore Podcast.com, and soon Slash U on OnlyFans. Slash U underscore Podcast. Yeah, on the Instagram, right? You said dot com. It's on the internet. Oh, internet. It's Instagram. Yeah, yeah, but then, but because uh, I'm getting so excited about our OnlyFans page. What are we doing for that? I'm going to do some racy content. Oh, you are? Yeah. You're going to do that alone, my friend. I know, friend. that's fine. <laughs> you mean I can't get one a picture of one boob? Not from me. One boob, no, Andy. No, You can cover it with a rose petal. My boobs are for Cheryl, and that's no, it. No, but, okay, I'll cover it with a Slash U logo. We'll put a sticker over your boobs. Mm, over the nip? Yeah, that's hot. Yeah, like Slash U pasty. And then and you can pause, like, we can pop, we can do this in, our, in Slash U East Campus Studio. It's hot. We got a couch down here. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, Hatchet three next week. <laughs> and, uh, go check out. Uh, go check us out. And uh, tell your friends. Please um, rate us. Follow like us. us. Love like us. us. Make Love us. us feel legit. More to come. Um, thank you all for being here. Until next time. Class dismissed. Peace. Oh, I meant to say thanks. Zapsplat.com for the sound effects. Oh, thanks. Zapsplat. Yeah. Class dismissed.